the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, joined by my co-host Don Dix. And Don, I, and our engineer Dan are all still in our secret underground bunkers at undisclosed locations in Southern California. You just we can't are- be too careful these days. We are indeed in our bunkers, but we have a guest on the line who is not in her bunker. Her name is Kira Berenian. She has gotten a little bit of media attention because she owns a studio, a a cosmetology studio, haircuts, you know, nails, the whole nine yards. And she has uh, said, you know, this has been rough. Things are crazy in the beauty industry, and she's got to get her business open. She's decided to open her business, and she joins us right now on the Unite IE radio show. Kira, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in your business and your life right now. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. I love it. This is awesome. I I think that uh, we need to spread some news. So, um, yeah, I opened up on Monday. Um, My reason behind it was because I have that right to. So there's nothing that, um, you know, is keeping me, so to say, sheltered in place. And I think a lot of business owners don't understand that. Um, My girl's livelihood is on clients and their chairs. And I was the one keeping the door locked. And so, my opinion was just to kind of uh, put it out there and see what they thought and what their opinions were. And we just go ahead and made the leap of faith and decided to um, open up the salon. So uh, we're rocking and rolling. We're open. Are you open now? We're open right now. We are open. I'm actually currently at the salon. I'm coming from you guys uh, from the salon. Um, and we've got some great foot traffic and a lot of support. Good. I need that, a haircut. That, yeah, we all need haircuts. I self-inflicted a haircut on myself. Well, I will be by because we want to support you. But there is some pending news right now that apparently uh, there are some government officials, local government officials that are none too happy that you are defying uh, the order to not open up. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're hearing. Yeah, so news came to me that there is going to be a closed meeting today. Um, It's with the uh, council for city of Corona. Um, I made sure last night I got right on top of it. I actually uh, spoke to the mayor. I sent a lot of my legal information that I have. Um, The one thing I would like to say, and I, I hope that people are listening to this, especially business owners, they have no grounds to quarantine healthy people. So um, Division 105 of Health and Safety, that order basically means that they can quarantine anybody that is infected or possibly could be infected, but they have no broad authority to actually quarantine or make healthy citizens shelter in place. So one thing I think that they maybe they're thinking with this is maybe that, you know, maybe I don't know my stuff and that's why they're going to try to come after me. But I do know my rights. Um, I have had, gosh, an abundance amount of attorneys reach out to me. Um, I do have my own attorney as well. And um, from my understanding, I heard word mm, about 15, 20 minutes ago um, from another uh, radio station that they got a hold of Riverside County and Rumor has it that they don't plan on doing anything to shut me down. So it's right now it's in the hands of the city of Corona. Um, they meet at three o'clock today. And I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, like I said, I sent a letter. I do have an attorney that's going to be sending a letter over to all the council before the meeting at three o'clock. So I'm fighting hard. I'm fighting hard. And it's not just for my business. Um, I'm doing this now for you know, any business, it's it's time for people to realize what their rights are and that we can get back to our livelihoods. You know, everyone's suffering. 
And once one person does it and gets away with it, then that's a message that everyone else. Yeah, well, that's the problem. I think Corona feels threatened. And uh, maybe they thought I was just going to bow down and, you know, just, oh, shoot, now I'm in trouble and decide to close up. But um, I'm stronger than that. I'm a I'm a fighter. So they're messing with the wrong chick. It certainly does sound like it. Tell us a little bit about what the people that are the independent contractors that uh, rent space from you in your uh, salon in Corona. What have they been going through? What are you hearing about the lives of those individuals who have been put essentially on hold? How, How are they doing and how are they faring through this? Yeah, you know, I have um, a bunch of different scenarios. There's uh, 22 of us in here. So I have got some stylists that are single moms and they're trying everything they can, you know, to be a mom and pay bills and support their children. And, you know, for seven weeks now, they haven't been able to make a living. And, you know, unfortunately, up until uh, April 28th, which my guess is was Tuesday, um, unemployment didn't work for us. Um, they finally did come out with an independent contractor uh, self-employment un- um, an unemployment, which is nice. And uh, I know some of my girls are working on that. Unfortunately, this the page crashed, you know, so they're having some problems with it. But the nice thing about that is it will prorate back to when this all happened. But um, then I have other girls that, you know, yeah, they have husbands, but they have kids and they have mortgages. And, you know, it. it what I think is not known about the beauty industry in general is that we don't get paychecks. You know, we're not Mm -hmm. salary. We're not hourly. um, You know, we're not employees, period. None of my girls here are employees. They're all independent contractors. So the only way that they make money is a client sitting in their chair, getting their hair done, and then them, the client paying them. So if they can't work, they're not making any money. Um, Some of the small business uh, um, loans are um, unfortunately, you know, didn't work for uh, me, um, you know, for example, me um, Mm -hmm. as a business owner, I couldn't get any money, you know, because I don't have payroll and it was a payroll protection program. So, Ah. you know, it's, it's been rough. It's been really rough. What are you doing? Are you running, are you operating just normally? Are you doing any kind of precautions in light of the coronavirus? Yeah, so we are definitely taking precautions. Number one, you know, in the business of cosmetology, we are actually licensed in sanitation. So that's something automatically that we always have done, regardless of COVID-19. We're doing one client at a time per stylist. That client is one-on-one with that stylist only. Um, You know, after they leave, the entire station is sanitized down. Back by the shampoo area, a client gets their hair shampooed. When they get up, we're wiping down, um, you know, the shampoo area, spraying with Lysol, using Clorox wipes. Um, Constantly throughout the day, I have a receptionist and she's walking around wiping door handles and, you know, doing whatever she can do to make sure everything that anybody touches, for instance, the coffee maker or the, the fridge where we have waters, everything is being sanitized constantly. We are wearing masks, which I will say still is optional. Um, you know, I think a lot of people feel like, oh, they have to. I agree with out in public and in uh, grocery stores or Target or Home Depot or any of the big, big uh, stores like that. I mean, I get it. It's respectful for other people. But, you know, I own a private business here. And um, a lot of our clients don't want to wear them. They it's uncomfortable. They don't want to get their hair done with them on. To be honest, it's hard to do that. But we're wearing them, you know, and and we're Mm kind of leaving it up to the rights of the clients and the citizens that are coming in, you know, I can't force them to wear it. Right. But your people, your people are correct. Correct. Uh, Okay. Are people are how is I mean, you just reopened, I think on the 28th. How's business? Are people are you? Do you have people that are uh, pent up demand and you can and you're booked, or are people still? We we can't even answer our phone right now. Um, so uh, news, everything in the news hit uh, Monday and Tuesday, and I got here Tuesday morning, and the phone. I would literally answer the phone. I would. Um, what we're doing is we're taking names and phone numbers and the service that they want. Um, because, you know, all the stylists here, they book their own appointments. Um, I have no nice. control over their appointment books. So I'm taking a list and the girls, the stylists here are going up to the front and 
wherever they have time available, they are trying to call people back and book them on their, on their, um, you know, books and get them in as quickly as we can. I, um, had to turn the phone ringer off, you know, people are still calling my voicemail full. Um, but I, I turned it off because we got to a point where our list was so long, we couldn't even get people booked. And now we're at a point to where, um, we're looking into booking late next week into, you know, two weeks from now, other than that, we can't get people in, which I feel bad. I know people are messaging me and I'm not even, you know, responding to any emails or, or messages through Facebook because I just can't. I, I, I don't have the manpower to be able to respond to everybody. With the media so the attention British- you've been getting, what kind of uh, other businesses are reaching out to you uh, to ask you what your experience with this uh, reopening is? W- what are other business owners, are other business owners contacting you? Uh, what are those conversations like if they are happening? Yeah, so I do have um, multiple different business owners that are um, opening up and kind of telling me about their stories and wondering where I came from and why and how I decided to do what I did. And I encourage them to do the same. You know, I'm trying to educate them based on the things that um, I know, um, you know, legally, of course, things that have been told to me by my attorney. Um, And the amount of support is unbelievable that we have gotten here at Lather Studio as a whole um, with the clients that are coming in to support. We've had pizza sent to us. We've had cookies sent to us. We've got masks, uh, tons of masks that, masks that have been delivered by people that are making them, um, you know, flowers. Uh, I mean, just cards, people just saying thank you, um, reaching out, you know, mm. from the community. And um, I think at this point, um, with the media attention that I've gotten and the fact that I have a big fat mouth, um, I want more business owners to realize their rights and, um, you know, staying sheltered is only proving that um, we're not um, we're not using our rights and it's time to mm-hmm. use them. And I know there's other business owners that are hurting really bad. Let's open up. Come on, Riverside County, you know, Corona, you know, wherever. Let's let's um, let's open this place. Have you thought through if the police or the sheriff's deputies show up at your door and say, close or we're going to arrest you? What okay, you so uh, number one, they don't have any grounds to do so. There's no law that I'm breaking, but I would welcome them to come to my door and arrest me because they will own probably 50 salons that I'll be uh, opening if they do that. So big <laughs> lawsuit on them if they decide to make that um you know, make that choice and I'll handcuff me, you know, I'll go through the jail, you know, process me, do whatever you want to do. Um, like I said, you know, I'd welcome them that because that's where I would be able to uh, share some serious wealth with the city of Corona. Interesting. Well, as independent contractors, you have a special uh, hurdle with AB5. I'm just wondering, has AB5 created an issue for you all? Uh, no, not as of right now. Good. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I know well, the salon listen- that I usually go to, AB5, is they had to switch from, to, to, to do exactly what she's doing, is all of the in, all of the women who work there, not very many men as well, all the people who work there do the, do the haircutting and styling, book their own apartments, take their own money, all the, all the salon does is rent them a space. Absolutely, that's exactly what it is. Gotcha. Well, can't tell you how much we appreciate you taking time to be with us here right now. It's Kara Borenian. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, of Lather Studio. Yep. She's in Corona, and she is defying the uh, order as a non-essential. I'll tell you what. This is interesting. You, as a business owner, your business is essential to you and to those people you serve. So we wish you the best. We will be checking back with you as this uh, as this unfolds. Thank you for being with us, Kira. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for you your betcha. courage. Time for a break and a message from our sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residential and commercial. Back after this. 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of currently the shelter-at-home private citizens. We just heard from a salon owner in Corona who reopened her business this week despite the statewide and Riverside County Uh, shutdown of what are being referred to as non-essential businesses. Her name, Kira Berenian, and she is the owner of Lather Studios, where approximately 20-plus independent contractors maintain their own independent businesses. She'd made the decision to reopen so that uh, the folks whose livelihoods depend on on what on the services that they perform at that business Greg there's so much going on one of the other events that has unfolded recently are are a couple of doctors who own a a statewide clinic that's in about five different cities that did a 1 hour press conference and that press conference contained information that apparently didn't match up with the uh, required orthodoxy uh, of the state. And ultimately, that press conference got 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 removed by YouTube, has since then been mirrored by other people uploading it. Uh, but they had a uh, there was a report that talks a little bit about this. Why don't you help us set it up? Yes, they it was. Millions of people viewed this, and the uh, long version, about 51 minutes, was removed by YouTube because, and their 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 person, the lady who heads the YouTube division of Google, said that we're just not going to allow quote misinformation unquote, which is defined as anything contrary to WHO guidelines. So they've installed this UN corrupt feckless agency as the oracle of truth regarding coronavirus, notwithstanding this was the agency that told us back in January that coronavirus cannot be transmitted human to human. Flat out wrong, relying on Chinese misinformation, but that's, that's, that's their oracle of truth. And we have a shorter three-minute version was on a local TV station up in Bakersfield of what the doctors had to say. Yeah, Jessica, the doctors say that they have compiled their own data of coronavirus cases here in Kern County and used their research from the cases here to cross-reference them with numbers across the nation and really across the globe. They say that that data shows that healthy people don't need to shelter in place anymore. And of course, that's going against what a lot of health experts have been telling us so far. I say, do we need to still shelter in place? Our answer is emphatically no. Do we need businesses to be shut down? Emphatically no. Do we need to have, do we need to test them? and get them back to work? Yes, we do. Doctors Dan Erickson and Artin Masihi, both co-owners of the five accelerated urgent care facilities in Kern County, say they have tested 5,213 patients within the county for the coronavirus. That makes up for over half of all testing done here. They say their data and research qualifies their statement. Is the flu less dangerous than COVID? Let's look at the death rates. No, it's not. They're similar in 
prevalence and in death rate. So we are saying that our response now, now that we know the facts, it's time to get back to work. The White House Coronavirus Task Force expert Dr. Anthony Fauci says otherwise, with national research showing COVID-19 cases to be over 10 times as lethal than the flu. But Fauci's decades of experience as an immunologist and physician holds no weight in the eyes of Erickson and Masihi. We're actually seeing the patients. Dr. Fauci hasn't seen a patient for 20 years. White House health officials have reported more than 800,000 COVID-19 cases with just over 46,000 deaths across the nation. But Erickson says that quarantining is a health hazard in and of itself. We understand microbiology, we understand immunology, and we want strong immune systems. I don't want to hide in my home, develop a weak immune system, and then come out and get diseased. Reporting the disease, Erickson claims, is being forced onto healthcare professionals. ER doctors now, my friends that I talk to say, you know, it's interesting, when I'm, when I'm writing up my death report, I'm being pressured to add COVID. Why is that? Why are we being pressured to add COVID to maybe increase the numbers and make it look a little bit worse than it is? I think so. According to Erickson, there is something much larger at play here. This is not about science. And it's not even about COVID. When they use the word safe, the word safe, if you listen to the word safe, that's about controlling you. So when I talk to all my ER doctors who work in a hospital, no stake in the game, same opinion. And Erickson went on to say that the head of our public department here in Kern County agreed with him that we should be lifting stay-at-home orders. But when we, re when we reached out to the health department here, Michelle Corson, the spokeswoman, said that... While Dr. Erickson and Matt Constantine, the director of public health, spoke to each other, Matt did not indicate that the state should reopen. For now, we're live outside of Southwest Bakersfield by Wang, 23ABC, connecting you. We can talk you about whether those doctors are correct or not correct. The way science works is people say, here's my hypothesis, here's my supporting data, this is why I think it's correct. And some other, other scientists will look at that and go, no, you're wrong because here's some other data or we'll go out and do some more experiments, we'll go out and get more data to try to confirm or refute what your theory is. This is absolute contrary to what science is, is what, they've, what, what, uh, what Google has done, what YouTube has done, is said, here is this official government body, they are the oracle of truth. And we will not allow any, quote, misinformation, unquote, contrary to that. You can imagine, in fact, during the time of Galileo, if there had been a Google and YouTube, they would have suppressed Galileo's YouTube video trying to explain how the, uh, the, the, the planets actually revolve around the sun, because that is contrary to official, the official Catholic Church source of truth uh, so that's so galileo is peddling dangerous misinformation and it's the exact same mentality because what's behind it is not science it's not a quest for truth it's a quest for political power and i i and it's come and i, I believe that a large part of what's happening with this coronavirus and its react and how it's being treated and how the government is using it is to teach this is citizen obedience training as there well as is, trying to advance the democrat party's political objectives by causing an economic depression exactly there is a history in this country over the last three years four years of one uh group who has a particular agenda for the future of america struggling to regain power we saw it in the crossfire hurricane attempt to undo the Trump campaign. We saw it in the Mueller investigation, the special counsel who met for uh, a year and a half and finally came up with a report that couldn't document what was being reported to the American people as Russian interference in our election. We've seen it in the attempt to impeach president that uh, the Senate stopped cold. And I would say this is impeachment attempt number two. The struggle for power is at the core of this. What is most unfortunate is that the health of this country, the health of Americans, is hanging in the balance. People, the population, this country are, is being used in order to get 
the ballot is in order for one group of people to try to reclaim the power in this country because they have a vision for America. We've heard it from our governor saying this is is this is this the time to advance the political agenda? And after two minutes, he finally said to the Bloomberg reporter, yes, that struggle for power continues on the Unite IE radio show up ahead. Boy, we've got a surprise for you. One of the fan favorites of the Unite IE radio show, Jack Hibbs, joins us to talk about what the churches are going to be doing. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM 590 The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available. So if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free. So call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizens. We're in like day 46 of the national shutdown, day 43 of the state shutdown, and the conversation now is revolving around reopening. Greg, we had a situation here in Riverside County where churches were being denied the opportunity to hold drive-in styled Easter services. We organized a pushback to that with the help of our guest who is on the phone with us right now. And we, uh, guess what, Uh, got the concession out of the county to reopen for Easter services the following week. Drive-in services were approved, and now the challenge is whether or not churches can reopen to hold church services in their sanctuaries or just how they're going to proceed. Joining us right now on the United IE Radio Show is a fan favorite, a person that everyone in the in the Inland Empire, uh, either if they don't know, should know, Pastor Jack Hibbs, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, joins us on the United IE Radio Show. Pastor Jack, thank you for being with us. Hey, Don, as always, it's great to be with you. I appreciate your stand, always. We well, appreciate thank you. you. We appreciate you. You have uh, helped us immensely dealing with this First Amendment rights, and now churches are faced with another decision. How do they proceed in the ongoing environment uh, of this uh, regulatory quagmire that is uh, requiring churches to sort of remain closed? They're deemed, I think— non-essential businesses, uh, non-essential services. I don't know how they come up with that. But tell us a little bit about what you're learning and how potentially churches are proceeding uh, given the current environment. Yeah, that's a great question. Number one, let me fly fast and let me fly uh, fly low on this. What I mean by that is, is, guys, you know that when President Trump first initially asked for the 15-day Uh, stay-at-home order. Everybody in America, including churches, complied with that. To be quite honest with you, the spirit in which he initially asked was, you could not deny that gentle spirit of request. And everyone complied, and and we we complied, and we are still willing to comply. However, what has transpired since, and I'm I'm Don, I'm going to hope that your audience plays along with me in remembering the initial rush of all of the pandemic uh, 
drama in all of the panic that came along with the pandemic was people doing uh, safety first, and then we'll then we'll find out what's going on. Lo and behold, everyone practiced safety first, and guess what? Now we know what's going on. We we now know that this is a a highly contagious virus. However, it's incredibly survivable even better than some flus that are currently out there today. We know that social distancing works for those who are compromised in their immune system. Question is, now we know that in a sense of overreaction, we shut down our nation, we shut down America, business and churches uh, in the overwhelming step of being safe. Now, uh, everyone is suffering. Uh, We have lost our freedoms and I will prove it to you in a moment, uh, the church doesn't know exactly what to do. I say that at large. I believe pastors know exactly what they're supposed to do. But the church is about ready to scatter because of lack of leadership. And that's got to be changed. That's got that's that's got to uh, be undone for this reason. Uh, we live in a Judeo-Christian nation, and it's the founding fathers who believed in the Bible that gave us our founding documents. The church was always the epicenter of what happened in America. That's why we have American exceptionalism. God first, then country. That's what made us different. And it's worked for 300 years. And church has worked fine for 300 years. And the issue today, you guys, is the fact of the matter that now we've got great science that shows us that we need to keep the compromised home and safe and keep the healthy working. And church has gone fine previously until the coronavirus showed up. But now Stanford University is telling us that California probably experienced their peak naturally somewhere around January. And that by the time we got on the data curve, which was too late, California, 40 million people with only something like, Don, you can correct me, I'm going to guess, about 2,000 dead, very low regarding uh, that number two population of 40 million people. Why? Because Stanford believes that we already went through our peak and that we need to now get back and develop our herd immunity. Well, that's the science of it. But where's the church? It's time for the church to prayerfully, carefully open her doors. And that's up to every pastor. But the time has come for us, doggone it, you guys, I'm sharing something with you right now that I'm very angry about. So I wake up this morning to hear the news that a man young man with a pregnant wife, an eight-year-old child, and a 10-year-old child was sequestered, lost his job, went into depression from this situation, and his daughters found him yesterday morning hanging from his garage ceiling. Oh, good Lord. Because he lost hope. Where do you, where do you take that? That's because the church was not allowed to do its spiritual nurturing care and love. And by the way, the last time I read my Bible, gentlemen, the sick people are supposed to come to church and we're supposed to lay hands on them and pray. And our state is standing in the way of that. On top of it, we've got Pentecost Sunday coming on May 31st. I can't imagine churches sitting out Pentecost Sunday on May 31st because our government doesn't know what to do. Well, Pastor Jack, we in our first half of our show today, this, this t- today, we had a hair salon owner from Corona who has said, I need to feed my family. My people who work here need to feed their families. Where are we opening? I mean, That's you, right. would think, you would think that you would think that pastors could show as much courage as hair salon owners. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for saying that. You're exactly correct. So and I, that's critical I, I would, because I, I'm glad to have you, have you on because I've been wanting to, to communicate a message to you that there should be the pastors of America, and maybe you can leave this. We're going to pick a Sunday in May. Yes. Where yes. are we opening? Come arrest us if you want to. Yes. Yeah, listen, I had, which was amazing, to back up what you're saying, Im, Im, impromptu, very little warning. I sent out an email blast. And I asked other pastors, if you know other pastors, send it to other pastors. And in a matter of a day, two, three days maximum, I asked pastors to join me on a, on a Zoom meeting. And that uh, took place uh, this week. And 551 Christian leaders 
join that call. And all of them are saying, let's pick a date and mm. let's all reopen. You know, John Adams said what we need to do to get this America free from the British rule is we got to get 13 clocks to strike 12 at the same time regarding our colonies. Well, we need to do the same thing with churches. We need to get a handful, a hundred, 500, a thousand California churches for the pastors to frankly remember that we don't work for the government. We work for God and we love our people more than the government does. And besides all that, we do have a constitution that God has generously given to us. But even if we didn't, we've got the word of God that demands us not to cancel the assembling together of the saints. And so I'm praying. I believe I have a date in my heart from God. I mean, I'm seeking him to confirm that because I've got to be ready to preach the gospel. I'm, I'm not joking, guys. I, if, it, if God is speaking, I've got to they'll be ready to preach the gospel on that Sunday and go to jail after third service. But I got to have my pastors take the pulpit right in line behind me. But if 500 churches in California preach it at the same time, like Ben, like Ben Franklin said, we got to be willing to hang together or hang alone, and it's a lot more encouraging to hang together than hanging Amen. alone. I can't help but believe that we are reaping the fruit of decades of this country's devolvement into secularism, and the people yeah. that are making these decisions now, uh, like the New Jersey governor, when asked by Tucker Carlson. What did you did you consult the Bill of Rights? And the guy basically said, you know, I mean, his attitude was what Bill of Rights? No, of course not. We're you know concerned about this or that. We're beginning to learn that the yes. that, the, that the public health officials are the fruit of that. In uh, unfortunately today, many of them, and I think and I want to believe that most of them, if not all, are well-meaning. But the priorities that you just articulated are no longer with America, that the religion of secularism has taken over. And the last person that we're consulting now is God and our relationship with our Lord. Well, you know what, Don? Here's what we have. Exactly. Well put. Here's what we have. We have every man in power deciding what is right in his own eyes, thus the confusion between leaders, among leaders. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, when you remove God from a culture— Man has to have a God, and so man inserts himself. And if you think I'm making this up, then just go look at Mayor de Blasio's livid, rabid uh, response to that Jewish funeral. The man's lost control without empathy or sympathy. He is so upset because somebody disobeyed his edict. We are living in a secular, godless America where the governor of California— determined this week that churches fall under the category of venues, theaters, sports arenas, mm. and entertainment uh, wow. areas. And, and, and listen, that's where he's placed the church. Non-essential. We'll talk about when you guys reopen in three to six months from now, which, by the way, places us right in flu season. Hmm. And Newsom, there's no benefit for Newsom to open the church. Don, guys, you know well that yep. this COVID virus is a is a dream come true for Gavin Newsom. Here's the reason why. You know well that he was in route to be recalled. And just when we had reached 750,000 signatures, he began to tamper with with the county clerk's counting of those petitions. And then lo and behold, the momentum was stopped with the advent of the COVID virus. If he releases uh, the church to its biblical right to meet again too soon, then that effort could either be resurrected or the church may have a voice in this mm. upcoming election. And he can't have that. That's unacceptable. So I'm, I'm, lo I'm looking for pastors who understand their calling. I'm looking for pastors who will fast and pray. And I'm looking for pastors who will be, as Isaiah and Ezekiel called, watchmen on the wall. We must obey God rather than man. And I, ha I want to I I just say this, if it's the last word I say. We are willing to be completely compliant to logic and reason. But when the evidence begins to show that we have blown this thing up out of proportion, 
that the survivability is 98.6%, better than some flus, that there are people dying now of suicide because they're losing hope. The science doesn't support our politicians' positions any longer. The science is not there. And the culture is not willing any longer to go along with their godless power grab because they're enjoying this a little too much. And we're seeing, we're seeing a pushback. Well, I think a large part of this is citizen obedience training. Absolutely. Don't go to the beach. Or the, and the, and the, the epitome of this was the beach was open, but the cops come by and tell us, as an elderly couple, yeah, you can be on the beach, but you can't sit in lawn chairs on the beach. Yep. Citizen obedience training. That's right. That, that should cause every one of your listeners to get a hole, a pit in their stomach. That's if they know history. Because that's exactly what a communist socialistic nation does. That exact terminology, that exact action, where they begin to tamper with your mind. You can be on the beach as long as it's according to our terms. We're confiscating your chairs because we think what's best for you. We know what's best for you. And in the spirit of public safety, we need your Tommy Bahama chairs. And just as we talked about in our first half hour as well is the way social media, the big damn tech companies, taking down anything that's contrary to the official line. Google removed this video of the two doctors from Bakersfield. You may agree with them, you may not agree with them. But, but because they differed from the Oracle of Truth, the World Health Organization, run by a corrupt bureaucrat that covered up a cholera epidemic in Ethiopia when he was there, Correct. causing people to die, you can't, you're not gonna be allowed to speak. That's right. That's, that's, look, this is the direction that we're going unless, unless people pray, seek God, mm. and, and, and defend their freedoms. Because for any of us who have kids and grandkids, this has got, this has got to stop. And here's the thing. I'll be honest with you. If Governor Newsom said, I'm asking pastors to come to Sacramento and talk with me, because I know the church is a different dynamic. And for many of you, church, the world history shows that people are willing to die for their faith. That's serious, even though I'm not a believer. Will you come in, in dialogue with me? No. He's starting to push the church around, and he's, he's, he's put her into a corner that she is entertainment. And that's unacceptable. Boy, well said. And the, the, the chilling thing that you said was grouping churches along with venues, entertainment, concerts. I got to tell you, I got I, I, I mean, I almost lost it when you talked about that uh, young man that lost hope. And in the yep. midst of, of dilemma, what do I do to provide for my family? His only solution that he could see was to punch out. And that is so distressing. And what you're talking about is killing of the economy comes with a public health consequence. We saw this during the uh, 2008-2009 recession that, you know, it, that forced many young men to become basement dwellers, that the joblessness is as bad for public health as a yep. pandemic. And that tide is beginning to switch. And uh, public health officials and our elected officials better recognize that cost or that blood is on their hands. Well, I, I exactly. I want to just say this. Now, you're not supposed to think like this, but I'm thinking like this. I'm constantly hearing about the numbers of how many people are infected, how many people have died. And I'm not hearing the numbers where the annual death rate, annual death rate, for example, of L.A. County from the flu is a certain amount of people. There's an annual death rate. Everybody who's listening, every country, every city, every state has an average annual influenza death rate. Why are they not determining what that back out number, remove COVID virus out of the uh, factor or mm -hmm. remove other flus that have killed people. Don, you guys, Dan, we had two people in our church during the last month die from the flu and it wasn't COVID, but that didn't oh, really? make the news. Yes. It was non-COVID related flus. That didn't make the news. Why isn't that making the news? Boy, you because better check there's your, some... You, 
Because you better check the, their death certificates, the Jack, because we're, we're hearing stories where doctors are being forced to change cause of death to COVID-related illnesses when the cause of death had nothing to do with COVID. That's I, a part I of... Had, I, have nurses, I have nurses and doctors telling me, because they're Christians, they have actual integrity. They're telling me that they're pushing back and their jobs have been threatened if they don't do it. Because if they don't do it, then the state doesn't get federal money for that for that ribbon around that guy's toe. Pastor Jack, we are past time for our break for this half hour. I don't know if you have to go to a, your, your next event. You've been wonderful. If you can stick with us for another five minutes or so, we'd love to have you. But let, we'll talk about that on the break at, during this word from All-Star Collision, a place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the king's wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are honored to have Pastor Jack Hibbs of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. And I have, I have often said that if America had another 10,000 or maybe even 1,000 pastors like Pastor Jack, we would save the republic and save the country. And we've been talking about the church's response to the coronavirus and being forced to close by the government and what the church is going to do in response. Um, and, you know, there, there may be a point, and Pastor Jack was saying, where the pastors are just going to collectively say, we're reopening. Our permission slip is the United States Constitution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, e- even trumping that would be the Bible itself. At some point, and I'm, I'm speaking directly to pastors right now, I pray. At some point, we need to uh, realize if this is a life and death situation, we were born for this moment. Right now, we're kind of like Gideon and we're hiding in a hole for fear. And what we need to do, if it is, if it is a life and death situation, I mean, right now, we've got Governor Newsom trying to convince people that if you step out of your house, you know, you're, you could kill yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you, could, you could die. And we got to protect our people because even though they had a great time at the beach last uh, Friday and Saturday up and down the state and Sunday, and people went out into that horrible environment where the coronavirus literally has a six to 30 second lifespan in direct sunlight. But no, no, you can't do that. You need to, you need to stay home. The point is, Pastor, at what point do we reinsert ourselves into a culture that is dying then? If it's so bad, we need America's pastors. We need America's spiritual caregivers. If it's so bad, this is what we do. Isn't it funny, guys, that when there's an earthquake or a, a flood, this, these governments, that's the first thing to do is call the church. We need your free support. In fact, we need you guys to put on the love face of California when there's an earthquake. It makes us look good. We don't believe a word you guys preach, but boy, when we get hit by an earthquake, we need your hands and your feet. Well, guess what? This has been a public earthquake, and it is a survivable virus. There are many where H1N1 was worse. A Hong Kong flu was worse. Spanish flu was worse. And if you get coronavirus, unless you're compromised or you're very elderly, you could become very, very sick. Uh, but many, you know, many people have had it. And, and you guys have seen the Stanford study where they randomly took 33 or 3,500 people and sampled them. And they're, they're completely fine. So we just, we, I'm, I'm confident if we honestly go to the science, we'll be fine. Of course, government is not about science. Government is no. about 
power and control. And I think that is what the agenda here is behind this, because you see is the total, you've been pointing out, is this, the information's changed. And we've learned more about this disease. We've watched other countries like Sweden that didn't lock down and have done about as well as countries that did, but a total refusal tunnel vision by the people in charge to ignore all contrary information and data and experience to maintain their lockout down, their closing of the church, their causing of an economic depression. And as you mentioned, the tragic example of the man who committed suicide is unemployed. And we know that happens. We know that people are being delayed diagnosis for cancer and uh, treatment and diagnosis for cancer. That's going to cause deaths. We totally ignore those because our agenda is something else. Dr. Atlas at Stanford Hoover Institute said that the ramp, exactly what you just said, Dan, the ramifications, everybody listen, the ramifications of you not seeing your doctor for needed visits will be potentially catastrophic in the near future. Amen. We are are out of time with you, Jack. I appreciate you being with us, Pastor, and we pray for you and for the church finding guidance in the darkness of what has been uh, covered on America. God bless you. Uh, God bless America. And best to all of our listeners here on the Unite IE Radio Show every Saturday at 4 p.m. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision, 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California, PRE ID number 10126588, Arizona MLO license number 092643, Branch NMLS ID number 1841782, Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 092537, Equal Housing Opportunity. AM 590, the answer.